everyone and welcome back to the Dark Raven Witch Presents. And tonight I thought we'd do something a little bit different and talk about haunted houses. The first haunted house I wanted to talk about is the Winchester Mystery House. The Winchester Mystery House is probably one of the most famously bizarre and mysterious mansions in the United States. Built by the heirs to the Winchester Rifle Fortune, the house is inspired a dark reputation, part mythology, and part folklore. With stairways that lead to nowhere, hidden passages, and doors that open into midair. However, its most well-known feature is its proclivity for restless spirits. It's a hotbed for paranormal phenomena. Is the Winchester Mansion truly haunted? Is it the random and rambling product of a scared and grieving woman with more dollars than cents? Do the spirits of people who were killed by a Winchester rifle haunt and torment the widow Winchester to her grave? And does her ghost still roam the mazes of the corridors and climb the stairways to nowhere? So let's take a walk through the mansion's history and discover what are rumors, what are myths, and what are legends. Well, I wanted to welcome Wendy tonight again, and she's going to be my fabulous co-host tonight as we talk about haunted houses. And like I said, we're talking about Winchester. And so here's a little bit of just like some basic history about um, when it was built. So it was the Winchester Mansion um, is in San Jose. And I know that you used to live in California. Have you ever visited? Yes. My daughter, a friend, and I went back in 2018. Oh, so just not too long ago. I think that's around right around the time I went, too. I probably yep, just... Didn't. That's spring. Okay. Um, so it's in San Jose, and it started out as a small farmhouse, and the it had some, you know, like a bunch of acreage on it, and it was purchased in 1884 by Sarah Lockwood Pardee Winchester, who is the widow of William Wirt Winchester, who was the heir to the Winchester Rifle Fortune. Um, so after she purchased the house, she started renovating, and she really liked the Queen Anne style of Victorian mansion, so that's sort of what she, um, she made the house to look like. Since it was just like a little tiny farmhouse, she could do whatever she wanted. And um, she hired a bunch of crews that were building on the house, but she staggered them so that nobody, so each crew didn't know what the other was doing. (laughs) (laughs) And so she was also a recluse and very antisocial. So she had no close friends out that way um, because she came from the East Coast. So she came out here and she didn't know anybody and she kind of preferred it that way. And I kind of, um, like, I kind of get it. That's, I mean, I know that's not the only reason that she hired the workmen to constantly be working on the house. But I mean, imagine she's antisocial, 
she doesn't like having a lot of people around. She doesn't have any close friends, but it is kind of um, soothing to have people working on the house constantly, all times at all different yeah. times of day. So at least there are people Thanks. around yep. to like really interact. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Yep. And they were working on her house for um, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And um, let's see. There was some speculation from the townspeople as to why they wanted to know, like, why would she drop all this money on this house? And so they sort of looked at her like an eccentric. And um, mm -hmm. but right off the bat, like when I went there, it just felt really kind of sad. What what kind mm -hmm. of vibes did you pick up when you were there? Well, first, we the grounds are still so amazing. They really are. You just enjoy being there. The one time I did find that it was sad was when they were talking about her family. All of a sudden, you could just feel, you know, the heaviness. And it's like she was standing there going, well, I like you to see my home. I don't like to think about that. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so and the rest of the time, you know, it was actually very good the group of people we were with seemed to enjoy it too but that was the only place you know i think it was in the main parlor area they started mm -hmm. discussing that whole thing just kind of went oh goodness you know you could just feel her her sadness right and that would be a lot to take in a short period of time yeah um so she did work on this house um, for over 40 years and she passed away on September 5th in 1922 and then the, con the construction just completely stopped. So yeah. um, some interesting things I thought about or that I read about as far as the, the construction of the house was she built it originally seven stories up up high um, and then mm -hmm. the earthquake happened and it was pretty much destroyed so she decided okay let's go out instead of up so that's why yeah. now it has kind of this weird um, maze feeling to it so the stories I had heard originally was that she um, had contacted a medium before she moved out here and the medium had told her mm -hmm. that um, she needed to move out west and that the souls of the people who were killed with the Winchester rifle were not at peace and so she needed to build a home out here that they could um, congregate in. So <laughs> she did. Yeah. And um, the house has a lot of weird things about it, right? Like it's got oh, um, yeah. what it has like room after room that leads into another room that leads into nowhere or doors that and open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doors that <laughs> open to a like a two foot, not a two foot, but a two story fall. Um, yeah. Skylights in the floor. <laughs> yeah, in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, and it was kind of like, it's sort of like a maze, right? Like, I have heard, like, if you were to go 
and explore the house by yourself who even knows if you could get out because it's so there's so many different doors that lead to nowhere or doors that lead to other rooms that lead to another room so it would take quite a while to get through it yeah mm-hmm. and I also heard yeah, that you that might was get a yeah mm-hmm. and I heard that part of that was to confuse the ghosts right because if they yeah, opened one door yeah so what do you think okay so let's talk about that so what do you think the likelihood of confusing a ghost is even plausible I, I, I don't see that I'm trying to yeah I, I'm not grasping that one I don't think you can I could be wrong but I, I just don't I don't see that one right um because they're free they're mostly they can just go wherever they want to mm-hmm. if they want to so you know I guess it goes back to some of that what mm-hmm. they choose to do or can if they think they can they can or if okay. they think they can't they can't <laughs> so okay and I know I know you saw it she had a, she had a seance room right yeah built in mm-hmm. the house um so i know that's always been on the forefront of her mind was trying to do right by all of the ghosts but also to kind of keep them away from her but she did think that um it was a curse i guess her daughter um had died in infancy um from a disease that essentially yeah, wasn't your body food. just wastes away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then you know she inherited from her husband's death because he died in 1881 of uh, pulmonary tuberculosis she inherited mm. in 1881 20 million dollars wow that's that just is. hard to imagine <laughs> I don't know what that is nowadays yeah. but um I think that she, I mean, I already have my, um, my feelers out for mediums and psychics that will just tell you whatever you want to hear or tell you crazy stories to keep you coming back. Do you think that that's kind of a case of, of what's happening here? saw this woman who was grieving mm-hmm. and she had money right. and you know and you hate to label put a label like that because we know that there are authentic ones out there right but I've oftentimes tried to mm-hmm. make my brain grasp why a spirit would care one way or the other if you continued building a house 24 7 that was not going to appease them I don't think um, that was right. not their problem. Right. Um, they were shot. You know? um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. I just, I have always had a hard time with that one. I'm like, okay, what was the point? Mm-hmm. Of the constant um, building. I To me, I really, yeah. I think it was a company thing, like a comfort thing. I mean, I know that the, the legend and 
the mythology of the entire situation is supposed to be more geared towards, you know, haunting and things like that. But if you really look at the psychology behind it, <sighs> there's a lot to say for someone that's grieving, but just still needs to have people constantly around them. Exactly. And she doesn't, because she was obviously a very caring woman because back in the day when people really did insure their workers, she insured her workers. Okay. So she was, she was a that good, was she was a good boss, someone good to work for. Yes. Right. Well, okay. Yes, so she was very caring. Well, okay. So then that leads to my next question um, about there's a, there's a ghost that is seen on property even to this day and they call him Clyde. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to have a mustache and really kind eyes. And I guess he laughs as he's working around the house. And he has a cowboy hat on and he, pushes a, <laughs> and he pushes a wheelbarrow. He fixes door hinges. Aww. He's seeing repairing um, hoses. Um, so he's known as a friendly ghost. And I guess a lot of people have yeah. said they've seen him on property and have and have said like mentioned to the people that work there right now that you know he's like such a nice um caretaker and so kind and he just looks like a really nice man and they're like there's nobody here that's employed that looks like that Uh, it's still a mystery like where his name came from but uh that's his story so i guess well i was thinking when i was reading that i thought isn't that like how terrible is that that like you're a ghost you don't know you've died so now you're spending eternity working ah <laughs> uh, that would be yeah that's not that right <laughs> or am i looking at that yeah. differently because he maybe she was such a good um mm-hmm. employer that he and he lived um, the house yeah right He's continuing in something he might have apparently enjoyed. Right. Okay. I like that. Um, I mean, you know, you have your garden. You could could continue on with your garden someday. Yeah, but I would hope it was somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that may have been somewhere else. He may have just really loved it there. Because the grounds are beautiful. He does a great job on them. (laughs) they are they've also said though that um they've seen or there's been um experiences with sad and confused spirits that are trapped in limbo between uh this life and the next life so i mean and also okay so there's been native american sightings there's been a priest and a cowboy Mm -hmm. an english gentleman all touring the grounds um, so do you think we're looking at like a portal? Do you think we're looking at the creation of a portal or do you think we're looking at something she's manifested? Hmm. That's an interesting one. It could very well have been a portal because it is very strong in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't find it real negative. Which is a nice thing, um, right. but it was very, you know, it was it was a mind boggler. That's for darn sure. You know, you walk around in there and you're trying to grasp why. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, look at the stairs. They go to nowhere. Okay. Um, right. She could. It could have been. It very well could have been because she would. You know, I believe she was a sensitive, and she spent enough time alone that she very well could have hooked into something. You know, she had her little seance room, and she went in there, and who knows who she may have contacted. Right. And it is um, said that she's had that she too had experiences um, with the paranormal herself. So you could be right, a hundred percent, that she was sensitive, also. Unless, yeah, maybe she was trying to help them. She put now. Listen to this. She put five million dollars into that house back then, which is the equivalent of seventy-one million dollars, and that was only a fraction of her wealth. Wow. I remember oh, when you. I went. I think the most interesting thing to me—I don't know why—was the room that you go into, and she just had from floor to ceiling full of nothing but Tiffany glass. Windows, doors, everything. Like the amount of wealth that she put into that house that she had shipped all the way out from, you know, the East Coast out here is crazy. And she had Tiffany windows in the bathrooms. Yeah. So speaking of the bathrooms, (laughs) well, not just the bathrooms, but she had the number 13 and 13 um, things all over the house. So like 13 panes of glass, 13, um, 13 like um, tiles on the walls. Like she was huge on the number 13, which to me, I mean, it's such a taboo number, but it makes me laugh when I think of like buildings that you get into an elevator and there's no 13th floor, but there is a 13th floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can say there's not, but there is a 13th floor. I don't understand. Like they just don't build 13 floors or you can't skip 13. You can't, you know, build 27 floors and skip 13. You just, like, there, it's there. Yeah. I've always questioned that one too. You guys, number 14 is number 13. You can't have this, right? (laughs) And she was also, no. And she was also, I guess this was like one of the first houses and because she was so wealthy, she was one of the first houses that had indoor plumbing. She had a shower. Um, All the rooms were insulated and the home was lit by electricity. The, the home, the huge, gigantic, nonstop, as long as you can imagine, lit with electricity. As just not. Now that they never rebuilt part of the section that collapsed, they chose not to. Yeah. Did you get to see it? And it was nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just left it as it was. It just as it was, all squishy. It's just laying there. Yeah. Well, and when she died, I guess nobody wanted to buy the property because um, everyone in town viewed her as this being like just some weird fetish and that she was just mentally disturbed. So nobody wanted it. Um, But then 
So many years later, I guess a local aristocrat went ahead and bought it and he decided to turn it into a tourist attraction. It's so weird like to see the property when you go because it's literally in the middle of malls and restaurants and gas stations all the way around it. But it's just this property that just sits there. Yeah. It's like an island amongst all that. My first thought when I saw it, it reminded me of Fantasy Island. Right. You know, here's this beautiful, all the palm trees and beautiful grass and everything. It's like a different world, but go across the street and you can, you know, go to Louis Vuitton or whatever's over there. (laughs) Right, right. You know, it's like you're in the 1800s here in 2020 over there. Yeah, and it's like a time warp. Yeah, which it very well could be for all we know. Well, and she is actually seen on the grounds. Yeah, I've heard that. I didn't get to see her, darn it. We were not blessed. Well, and here's, and I go back to the same question. It's like, okay, so (laughs) here she is seen on the grounds. And it's like plausibly the worst thing that could happen because she spent her entire life trying to escape the ghosts and appease them. And now she's one of them. Exactly. So is, is this like a catch 22? Like that's, those are the things that run through my mind when I think about this house. Like, is it somewhere that she was happy to end up in or was it someplace that she's now stuck in? Hmm. Well, whenever I've heard reports, she does not come across as distressed in any way. Hmm. She just, you know, seems to be, you know, She's luckily able to now wander and be at peace in her surroundings. But it's got to be strange to her. And my question is, does she notice all the growth that has occurred? Right. Right. I mean, I don't know. people at the mall across the street see her? Yeah. Well, and I don't know. Well, and she died in 1922, and in 1924, I guess Houdini, um, he was doing an anti-medium skeptic tour, Uh and to prove his point that it's not haunted, he stayed the night there, and uh, nothing came about it, and then, you know, there's been a couple other um, people that have stayed there that don't believe in the paranormal and then I know Baggins um, stayed at the house Mm -hmm. as well but they haven't been able to prove one way or the other um, exactly and they don't you know and they'll come when they want to and you know lots of times I'm sure they sit there and go I'm not performing tonight is the likelihood that you have sightings of different ghosts, maybe spirits that are at rest and at peace that are hanging out there. And then you have ones that are um, distressed that are seen there as well. Um, So I guess that leads me to like the big question of the night is as a a ghost um, 
invest as a paranormal investigator in your work do you find it annoying for people to observe and not take um any sort of accountability and then try and help the ghost cross over to the other side but they prefer just the novelty of it oh that would just you know yeah there's an ethical point and that's what i was up against that one time Mm -hmm. you know both directions i went were going to be wrong you know it's like somebody else is doing a job and you can't interfere with it but this person needs your help Right, right. You know, and so I didn't get to do it at that point, but I promised him I would be back. And I went back and I finished the job, but I still felt awful. Mm -hmm. You know, because. And how do you explain to the person? Well, I mean, it's sort of like the next, you know, the next house or the next few houses that we're going to talk about in upcoming episodes. I feel like they're sort of like they're investigated um, because they are more well-known hauntings. But what are they doing about the hauntings? Exactly. They they so many of them don't want to take care of it. What do you, why is that? Are they there just to well, observe? Are they there for a scare factor? Or all of what the above? Are, okay. Some don't have the ability to do it. Or if they do, they don't know how to tap in and realize they can do it. And some people, unfortunately, are greedy enough that they'd rather just make a buck. Right. That's sad to say. No, I, you know, I mean, that's, that's why. That's the, that, that's yeah. the, right, right. That's paradox because I think it is a lot of, um, which we'll talk about this later, but I mean, we could talk about this for days that they're just not in it for the right reason. And you know, you know that right off the bat. And it can, yeah. And it gives people a a bad name. It gives all of them a bad name. It pigeonholes them. And there's a lot of us out there that want to help if we can. When we go into it for the right reasons, you know, we don't charge when we go help people somebody's having a problem and you need to help them here I'm going to take your last dollar no if you can go help them help them and you may be helping the other one too and to me that's way more important than earning a dollar that's somebody's life as they're living it and it's somebody's spirit somebody's soul that needs help now what if they want to see then they'll be pretty it'll come across pretty firm this is where i want to be but usually the ones that want to go they they let you know mm-hmm. like lighthouse keeper wanted to go he made it very clear he didn't want to he didn't want to be there but he was afraid right so you take that into consideration when you're trying to help them you know so now you know here's another thing is that place that stands out to so many of us in such a unique way is it like a supernatural highway I if you want my honest opinion about it I feel like she 
manifested this uh, highway. Yeah. I don't think that she... I don't... I think it would be... And I know there's no such things as coincidences. However, (laughs) I will say, (laughs) I find it strange that her purpose was to come out here under the premise that the medium told her to and then she ends up on a property that holds all of those things so I think that she manifested it by opening something and then it just got bigger than she was plus I do think unfortunately we're probably looking at a little bit of um, a mental health issue yeah. Yeah. Also. You know, you, you have nobody Which, close I mean, to you and, and you're going right. to eventually lose it. And she was probably also, I mean, she was just flat out heartbroken by the loss of the yeah. two people in her world. A hundred percent. Yeah. And know, just stuck in that, and stuck in that space. Yep. So. And maybe she was unintentionally torturing herself too. Absolutely. Yeah. Unintentional and manifestation so is a true thing. Yeah. I mean, that, that does happen. Yeah. And it's from it's, grief and all of to, that. She's trying to help all these... Yeah, she's helping these people, she thinks, but she's trying to keep them away. So she's calling them and pushing them right. away. Right. 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 And it would be confusing. So, I mean, do we look at this house as a as first as a strange phenomenon of this woman building this crazy, magnificent, mysterious structure. And then the backstory would be the ghosts that pass through as, as a secondary thing. Or do you think it's correctly marketed as, um, there's the word a ghostly site. Yeah. Marketed, you know, cause the root of this, it was a human being who was suffering for a lot of years by the loss of the two most important people in her life. And she was lost. And she created this for well ever reasons she did. She took good care of these workers. She paid them like double the wages. She insured them. You know, they had to be silent. They couldn't talk about the things they did, but they still respected her. And at the end of it is this unique creation this hauntingly bizarrely beautiful structure sitting in this beautiful little paradise which is what she wanted she wanted a paradise she just didn't know where to find it and so now you know we people that are here now oh yay hey we can make a, a few dollars Luckily, people go through this, and a lot of people have empathy for her. So she's still gaining love as people go through there. Mm-hmm. The three of us went through, undoubtedly, like you did. You you hurt for the person. You may not be seeing her in the physical form like we are at the, <laughs> the moment. Right. But, and, I mean, and they did do that... Um... The movie in 2018, uh, yeah, Winchester. Which I, did you see that? Yes, we watched it 
after we went. I'd originally mm-hmm. wanted to see it before, and I'm glad I waited till afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, because I went into it not knowing any of those fact fake created. I didn't go into it knowing a whole lot because you know we sit and think about things and try to put a perspective on them that's kind of some common sense sometimes mm-hmm. so when I saw it afterwards I saw some of, of the truth that was in it and I saw some of the creation that was in it um, the a most a very good job I believe you know mm-hmm. considering what she was given is it would be hard to portray a person that when even she was alive she was so little known that she was still like a ghost right oh for sure that would, that's so a she, really good uh, description of her you know people Living. only knew yeah what little they knew of her there's one picture they that is in existence to my knowledge and it's of her in a carriage right you know so okay um we have she was dressed always in black is the one thing we knew okay so as an actress i have to okay what was the style of the day but was it the style of the day no she would have the style of the 1800s because i think she was stuck with her family mm-hmm. she Which, was existing that's a <laughs> and isn't that a sad little tidbit you know if she's stuck in the house yeah, she she's not them. she can't move on with them so okay well all right well we got winchester as our first haunted house series and uh next time we'll have an even more interesting haunted house to talk about so thank you so much for joining me and being my haunted house co-host Today, the Winchester Mystery House represents a terrifying testament to personal ambition, unresolved guilt, inner trauma, and quite possibly paranormal phenomena. Unfortunately, it'll be around for generations to come. Would you be brave enough to spend a night alone trying to find your way out of the Winchester House? Thank you for joining me tonight on another episode of The Dark Raven Witch Presents. And remember, witchcraft isn't just an aesthetic, it's a way of life. Blessed be.